Welcome to ICP with We. In the name of loyalty, regret, addiction, and powerful women, this is our ongoing examination of the Insane Clown Posse. I'm Eric. And I'm Aaron. And today we're reviewing Insane Clown Posse's brand new album, the fifth Joker's card of the second deck, Yum Yum Bedlam. Yum Yum, Yum Yum. What is up, everybody? It has been one, not one week. Well, it's been two weeks since I've recorded this podcast. Wow. Two. And my co-host with the co-most could say the same. And and we'll get we'll get to him in a second, guys. We have you and I have business to take care of first. All right. Today was a bags day for me. I was munching on bags, and to my delight, I found out when telling my unnamed co-host of the co-most this information, I found out he had a podcast staple this morning as well, and I'll let him reveal that once we get to him, but we're not getting to him yet. I'm on my last Dr. Pepper, and that makes me very sad. Ever? Uh, Not ever. No. Uh, my co-host with the Comos, Eric. Eric, how are you? I am doing okay. And also, nuts. Leftover nuts from yesterday. Yes, uh, leftover was, nuts from yesterday. Yeah. He had nuts, I had bags. Together, we're just some nut bags. That's a complete breakfast. Yeah, I mean, you you can really... You know that like you have a complete breakfast whenever you have a nut bag. it's like on those cereal commercials where they're like part of your complete breakfast it just shows cereal plus a donut and a bagel (laughs) there you go there's your complete breakfast oh man good times man i have i have missed you i have missed doing this we have we have talked uh here and there sadly some heavy talk uh at different times uh, but it's good to be back it's good to be back it is good to be back. I'm excited to be back. Uh, I have missed you as well. And uh, it just, it feels right. It's 10 a.m. Well, at this point, you know, we've been bullshitting for about half an hour uh, off recording and on recording, I yes. would call this. But um, <laughs> uh, we're sitting here at 1030 Sunday morning. I, I mean, when I 1030 Sunday morning, the past two Sundays. I've just been lost. Same. Um, what am I doing with my life? That's what it was like. It was what, like. What's, ha- what's happened? Do I take a shower? What's going on? Should I walk the dog? What? Ah! Should I do something productive with my life? <laughs> no. Should I never waste another Sunday <laughs> talking about ICP again? Uh, I, never! I, I wouldn't call it a waste. This is what we're supposed to be doing. This is this is our calling, guys. It is. It this is. This is what we meant to do absolutely this is what god created us for sure why not when he gifted my father the sperm cells in which to create me and gifted my mother the eggs in which to create me that's what god does though right like that's that's starting point 
But I appreciate your merging of God and science. This is important. Yeah, well, you know, what is science without the Lord? I mean, yep. <laughs> The Big Bang, God said it, and bang, it happened. <laughs> that's hey, that's all it takes. And he literally <laughs> just went bang, and whoa, the universe. And whenever uh, the universe ends, he's just gonna say pow, and then boom, <laughs> it's gone. That's it. <laughs> oh my god. So, oh. so yeah, we won't go deep into it. Um, people closer to us already know, but um, unfortunately. This last two weeks have been busy for us. We've sadly lost some people uh, that are our friends and that are close to to us that we've known for quite a while. Uh, I was out of town um, visiting family, which was a good thing for uh, part of last week. But yeah, it, it just made it it made it difficult for a lot of reasons for us to to do the show, but. Uh, we appreciate you hanging in there and, and waiting for us to come back, uh, not giving up on us in the, this past month. Really, you'd think in the month of October, this should be our biggest month. But um, uh, by the time you hear this, it won't be October anymore. And we will have, I think, only released two episodes for October, if that. So, yeah. Speaking of October. Yeah. It's a special day in October. Halloween, which is today. Today, which is Halloween. Yes. Yes. This is a pretty guys. I went to Spirit Halloween this morning. Oh, did you get one of those free masks that Shaggy talked about? Uh, so unfortunately, they were out of stock on those free masks. (laughs) I mean, I I totally walked in wearing a hoodie and sweatpants, ready to uh, get my free mask that you're able to get. From Spirit Halloween, uh, if the employees don't see you, I mean, so Shaggy, I want to say I'm sorry. I was about to, I was about to hit a lick on a Spirit Halloween in your honor, because uh, uh, we were discussing in the Discord that, that Pal's Cast episode. Um, I really was. I was so prepared. I have not committed retail theft in so so long that I was ready to dive back in as a 27 year old. And uh, possibly get in trouble with the law for a stupid joke. I don't think I don't think you possibly could get in trouble because you could just point to that Palcast episode and say, "Shaggy told me I could take this." Oh yeah, true. Shaggy, it would have been your fault. I would have I would have sent that lawyer bill right over to you, my friend. Uh, the police Thanks wouldn't. For, you wouldn't have to deal with it. lawyers. The police would have went. Oh yeah, all good. <laughs> Please carry on oh, with yeah, your day. No, you, you, uh, thank you for explaining. Yes. That makes sense, and I understand. Yes, exactly. Today is not just a special day because it's Halloween, though. Today is also a special day because today is the release of the fifth Joker's card of the second deck, Yum Yum Bedlam. Yes, it is. And uh, boy, have I been looking forward to this day. Fun fact, this is, from what I read today, uh, their their 17th full-length album release. And we know 17 is a special number. 
It is a special number. I mean, it's their 70-somethingth overall release, whatever, but uh, or maybe that's, it, it's less than that because I forgot we're into group albums and stuff, but they've yeah, obviously yeah. released released way more than 17 albums, but full-length albums. This is, right. yeah, apparently 17. But I've been very eagerly awaiting this day, uh, not just because finally the album is out and we get to hear it, but because we're doing a special kind of episode. That's right. This is the, uh, okay. So guys, this is episode 70. Mm -hmm. Okay. And we're still knocking off things of, uh, knocking firsts off of our list. Right. And today on episode 70, the first that we are knocking off our list is a live listen together, live react. We've never heard this album. Neither one of us has listened to it yet. We we didn't listen to the leaks. We didn't listen last night when it hit uh, Spotify or anything. We're listening together for the first time, song by song. We haven't gone in and listened and taken notes or anything. It'll be our, our live and immediate reactions after we listen to each song. Listening together. Which is... Right now. Over On Discord. Yum Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I was going to say this is a good thing and a bad thing because right. it's very difficult uh, upon a first listen to have a, a realistic view of, of your feelings toward any song or album. Sometimes you hear something and right away, immediately you're like, I love this. But it's yeah. very easy to listen to something and go, I'm not a fan of this. But music can grow on you you can you can start to understand the nuance or you know something about it grabs a hold of you the only thing we've heard on this and this is a perfect example uh is the first single we listened to to wretched um yeah. and watched the video and my original thoughts when i just listened to the audio when it went up i was like this does nothing for me i probably won't take the time to listen to this again but then i watched the video and i was like yo this video is fucking sick and then i showed christy oh, yeah. the video and she was like this is awesome and the song's pretty cool too and i was like this is my third or fourth time now listening and i'm like it is growing on me like i'm liking it more and more like it's kind of cool and sometimes it takes that it takes that time for you to start to you know something to sink in for you to appreciate it so i think Maybe, maybe we'll be able to give this a somewhat fair assessment, but it probably won't be fully accurate. I mean, what did you think about Wretched when you listened so, to it? So I think that this should be our reactive episode. And then maybe like a month, two months down the line, we throw in a proper Joker's card review. Yeah, I'd be fine. What would with you that? think about that? Yeah, I'd be Perfect. okay with that. I think I think that would be the most fair because I, I want to do. Now that we're able to start catching things when they come out, I want to do these listen live reacts because I think that this is a great um, peek into our musical minds to listen to that and then listen to how our thoughts would change after listening a few times. Because I had a very similar experience to you when I experienced Wretched. I actually experienced Wretched. Uh, I watched the video mm -hmm. and I thought, holy shit this is awesome. Like this, this, that was fucking sick. And because of my enjoyment of that, I tied that to my, uh, my enjoyment of the song. So I think this song is fucking sick. Then I, I was like, I'm going to listen to it again, turned it on, listened to it. And I was like, Oh wait, no, this song kind of, uh, I don't know about it. Like just listening. And then I listened like three, four more times. And I'm like, 
because I was just listening to it on repeat, honestly, while I was cleaning the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And I was like, actually, I kind of like this. Uh, like, this song is actually pretty sick. And I and it, was, it was a roller coaster, Eric. Yeah. It's, it's different for them. It's similar for them. I mean, it sounds almost like something that you might have heard on, like, a Fearless Red Fury. But, you know, it's – or it, it also reminded me a little bit of – how modern the missing link albums sounded and especially lost. This could have fit on an album like that in a way, which is kind of cool. But yeah, at first it didn't like jump right out and go, you know, here's a strong hook that pulls you in. Here's, you know, a a catchy beat that pulls you in. But when you put it all together, it's kind of a cool song. I don't know. I think I kind of like it. And the format of this episode will basically be, we will listen to each song. You'll hear the first 20 ish seconds, 30 seconds of a song. So we don't get a copyright strike. Uh, And then we'll come back and give you our reactions. And as a matter of fact, as we listen, uh, if we have any reactions during the song, uh, I might try and include those in there as well. I'm going to try and if if, the, if you hear a reaction in the middle of the song from me, it's going to be something either really fucking incredible that like just brought it out of me or really fucking terrible that just brought it out of me. Yeah, that's my uh, thought. Too. Uh, we'll try and hold them to. Yeah, the end, we'll, we'll 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 hold. We'll try and hold them to the end as much as possible. Um, Eric, I'm checking right now. Probably should have checked like five minutes ago, but I'm looking at. Uh, nope, it looks like. Genius does not have lyrics for anything other than wretched. I'm kind of disappointed, guys. We're on our own. We're on our own. But this is going to be good. This is going to be good. So, yeah, that'll be what the episode is like. And uh, I will do a quick catch up on the we, we talked about the history leading up to and the story of uh, of Yum Yum Bedlam in our Yum Yum's Lure episode, which was, Correct. I think, episode 57. But I put together I, – I pulled in those notes and I'll quickly recap them. And I also talked about – I've got notes on what has happened since uh, Yum Correct. Yum Lure. So I, yeah, I'm gonna, let's get into it, guys. Let's, uh, let's fully get our mind right for Yum Yum Bedlam. Yeah. Yeah. So this – let's go back in time – uh, over a year now. Let's go back to October 6, 2020. ICP does a three-hour seminar for Patreon uh, patrons that is all about the fifth Joker's card, saying it was going to be released on December 25th, 2020. And they they announced the name of the album, Yum Yum Bedlam. Uh, but they also said that the name of, we talked about this before, that the Joker's card itself was going to be Yum Yum Flower. Like there was, remember that there was this whole thing about Yum Yum Bedlam was going to be like the Joker's card, like era, but this card is Yum Yum Flower, or the album is Bedlam, but the card is Flower. We couldn't make sense of it. Right. They also announced that this would be the first female Joker's card, that she represents loyalty, uh, and that the album was going to be followed by the release of three mini albums that are going to have six to seven songs each. And those were going to release on uh, April 2nd of 2021, then July 30th, then October 29th. And then after all three mini albums came out, they would be combined in a new album called The Seeds of Yum Yum. That would also contain three new tracks that was going to come out on November 19th, 2021, but also it would be missing one song from each album. So you would have to buy all three of those EPs plus the combined one to hear all the songs. 
<laughs> it was it was chaotic, right? The, oh yeah. <laughs> the first single from the new album was going to be called Ding Ding Doll, and it released a week after that announcement on October 12, 2020, which we have heard. We've listened to that song. It was on Yum, Yum Yum's Lure. Uh, but Correct. things did not go to that plan. That's not how it all worked out. Uh, on December 7th, 2020, just 18 days before the uh, release of Yum Yum Bedlam, Jump Steady announced during a stream that the album was going to be delayed till March 5th, 2021. But there's still going to be a new EP dropping on Christmas Day called Yum Yum's Lure. Uh, on December 26th... <laughs> Uh, during a completely unrelated escape room stream with Ouija Mac, ICP announced that Yum Yum's lure was actually going to be delayed a few more weeks. So it wasn't until February 10th, 2021, that Yum Yum's lure actually got a release date, which was seven days later. On February 17th, 2021, it, it was going to be like a Juggalo Day thing, right? It right. Was, hey. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that time it actually happened which is cool. Then on March 3rd, 2021, which was the date that was supposed to be announced. I think it was right before two days ahead of the full album release. Yum, yum, bedlam ICP announced that, well, they, there's going to be some new delays. Uh, it's, it's going to be at some point later than March 5th, two days ahead of release. They announced it's going to be delayed again. And they did say, well, we're going to drop three new tracks that you haven't heard anywhere else. Mighty Moat, Ceremony, and Live Dead Forever. Problem is, anybody that signed up for the Patreon and, and did the you, Pro you Produce House Party Peep Show stuff already got those songs on the Peep Show EP, which we also reviewed. This whole thing has been so confusing. Then, on August 4th, 2021, they released the program for the 21st annual gathering of the Juggalos. And in that program, right on the beginning, like page one is a full page ad for Yum Yum Bedlam that said the fifth Joker's card of the second deck arises, Hallowicked 2021, but no specific date was listed. During that gathering, we talked about this as well. Violet J announced that he was suffering from a very serious heart condition and that after a farewell tour in 2022, he was basically going to retire from touring. This led to some speculation that the announced Hallow Wicked show maybe wasn't going to happen, fueled by two months of silence after that gathering and no official announcement of the Hallow Wicked show, nor an announcement pre-orders or hard dates for Yum Yum Bedlam. Basically, up until like the beginning of this month, like actually almost two weeks into this month, we were still debating. I remember talking about it in Discord, like, you know, it's not coming out for Halloween and Halloween show is probably not even going to happen. But then on October 12th, 2021, ICP officially announced the Halloween 2021 show and also confirmed that Yum Yum Bedlam would drop on Halloween day. Uh, physical album and merch pre-orders went live on October 15th. Then on October 19th, a Yum Yum Bedlam album release party was announced for October 30th with the opportunity to get your physical copy of the album before anybody else. Now that show happened last night. We know some people that were there. That's pretty cool. Also on October 19th, though, news breaks that Violent J has been in an LA drug rehabilitation facility trying to beat an oxycodone addiction. Now, I don't know if you know this, but... Um, an addiction to oxycodone paired with an already very serious heart condition is a recipe for disaster. So 
Oh, uh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully he is able to stay clean and kick that and get healthy because Jay is not doing great. He's been going through a lot of shit. But then, October 24th, the track list for Yum Yum Bedlam is released. And today, October 31st, 2021, Yum Yum Bedlam was finally released on all streaming services. And that brings us to now. Violent Jay just this past week or two did uh, an interview with Rolling Stone, and he said about this album that it's, as we discussed, the first Joker's card that a, that's a woman. And as a result, Violent J says that Yum Yum Bedlam is a bit more serious, lacking a lot of the goofy skits and funny songs that are frequently on ICP albums, although he promises there's still a couple. I don't know if I believe that, but we'll see. This might be a very serious album. Yeah, we album. shall see. But he goes on to say, uh, if there's anything that's going to bring down a giant, it'll be a woman. If somebody is indestructible in this world, a woman will be the only thing that can take care of it, you know? And I respect that power. I respect that presence. For any good man, there's a woman. Or there's just a great woman not behind any man. Which is actually a really interesting thing for him to say. Uh, Considering the many, many, many albums we've heard, we've gotten conflicting sort of messages regarding their feelings toward women. And I actually like what he said there. That's pretty cool. Yeah, no, I I like it a lot as well. Yeah, no, no issues with what he said. Uh, Just surprised. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. What do you you think we're going to get a super serious album here? I think we're probably going to get a pretty serious album. I And I think that the couple skits that he thinks they have are probably not really. They're probably like small ones. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, my expectation is that from this album, I mean, Jay's been through a lot this past couple of years. He, he obviously has been fighting addiction. He's been fighting very serious health issues. He's been uh, battling getting older, which he's talked about in some of their more recent songs and things. I think, I think that we have the potential for this to be a, a pretty dark uh, or at least serious album. Yes, absolutely. Potential is there. It's there. And I'm excited to see if it lives up. So, hey, let's talk about the re- Let's start with our review. Why not? Yeah, let's, let's start look, our review. Let's look at the album starting. cover. We don't have a full layout or anything. CDs, I think, just start. I, I think some of the people that pre-ordered got them in the last two or three days. But nobody, there's no uh, scans up or anything. And I don't have a physical so all Come we have on, is the guys. cover. Yeah, we just have the cover right now. We do have the cover, and uh, let's let's look at it. Okay, and and by the way, that's fine. We will do full scans, assuming they're up, when we do our proper full review. Uh, review. Yeah, our canon review. So what do you what uh, do you think about this? This looks to me, this is a Joker's card cover. You could tell from a mile away what we're looking at oh 100 this is yeah and and i mean guys we've looked at this graphic for months now right 100 this is what a joker's card album looks like and they meet the expectations yeah you're right i mean throwback to buying cds at best buy yeah but you walk into a best buy you see this and you say it with no words or anything you say that's an icp record for sure there's a I I actually really I like the colors. I like the design of it too. It's a little busy for a Joker's card. However, staying with the essentially two color theme, I guess three if you count the white, 
makes this read clean and simple versus something that feels I, 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 I don't know. I think it's, it looks more like a first deck Joker's card, even though there's a little more going on. Yeah. It looks busy, but the simplicity of the color scheme and the classicness of the color scheme balances that out. Yeah. There's a couple things I notice when I look at this that I want to point out. This may be, and I'm thinking back through all of them, and I'm pretty sure it is, the first Joker's card to have a Hatchet Man logo on it. Because on the vase, there's actually the logo, and I can't think of any other ones that have that Hatchet Man logo going all the way back through. No, none of them do. Yeah, no, I'm looking now. You're right. That That's a, an interesting catch. You're, uh, yeah, I, I, 100%. Yeah. And then the other thing that I'll, I'll point out, well, there's two things. There is a almost a vague Asian theme to this, because when you right. look at the what I'll call hair, it looks like there are chopsticks in the hair, if I'm if if I'm seeing that correctly, that's what and, I kind of assumed what those were. Yeah, right. It's it's sort of a and even the face being white with the has a, a vague geisha sort of look to it, which is kind of interesting. It does, but also if you look at this, the arms look like a Venus flytrap kind of thing, but the face has. Uh, it looks like the face can open up, and I've heard that there is a second face of Yum Yum Bedlam, kind of like the Mighty Death Pop had the exploded face. I wonder oh, yeah. if the other face is that open, and what's underneath. I think it might be, yeah. I was going to say the face has to open. When do you think we'll see that second face? Now, so we've got a spoilers channel in our Discord, and I saw some people flying back and forth talking about there's a second face. And I think it's posted in there, but I have avoided that channel. I haven't looked at anything in there. Yeah, I have also avoided that channel. I was going to assume maybe when we see album scans, we'll see the second face on the inside. Yeah, Yeah. I would say that's correct. Yeah. But Um, overall, I like this. This, aside from Bang Pow Boom, I think is my favorite second deck cover. Can I tell you something, Eric? Yes, sir. I'm actually really upset I didn't just pre-order a cd a long time ago i kind of am too uh i was gonna stop at my local independent record store yesterday just to see if by chance they had any because there's rumors that they might but i'm definitely gonna stop today and and take a look yeah i think i might have to go out this week and just see what i can't scrounge up yeah yeah Uh, yep nope yeah i'm a little uh you know hindsight and next time we do this let's 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 just try and get a CD, I guess, right? Yeah, we probably should. We're dumb. <laughs> we're dumb dumbs. Uh, yeah, we're we're dumb dumbs. We're bad at this, guys. Uh, anyways, great, fantastic album cover. I cannot wait to see what's on the inside. Yeah, uh, yeah. which uh, sooner rather than later for me. Who knows? This is cool. I, I want to try and get one. But yeah, no this this looks great. This looks great. Yeah. All right, so time for us to go track by track officially. This is what we've been waiting for. All right, here we go. Let's let's listen to the intro and see what we think. Let's do it. Okay, birds. Flies. Oh. Oh. Yeah. 
well. Okay. That's the that is a very non-traditional Joker's card intro. It's not. I have a question for you I want to ask you now before okay, okay so were those gunshots? I did I heard some gunshots. It almost sounded like bullets ricocheting. Yeah, but I don't get why. I also don't get why unless Okay. Well okay, so the the intro is clearly um, you're being tempted. And I don't know. I mean, in this instance, it's a woman's voice who I think we listened to some of um, some of Blase Rose's songs. My 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 thought is that this is Blase Rose doing that intro. I kind of I kind of I kind of had the same vibe, honestly. Yeah. Figured and, that was the case as well. Yeah. And um, she's tempting you. Take me. Take me now. And then as you get close, you hear a chomp and she talks about your soul is going to be digested by her acids and stuff like this. And I wonder if the the gunshots are trying to fight back against it. But I'm not sure. But who shoots a gun at a plant? I don't know. Also, okay. So here's true. True. I mean, I don't know. Country boys make do. You know what I mean? <laughs> I do. I do, but I don't see any corn cobs anywhere on there. <laughs> okay, so my opinions, my thoughts. Yes. I thought it was really good, but so there's sort of three little phases whenever Blase Rose or whoever that is kicks in, right? Yeah. There is the seduction phase, mm-hmm. the attack phase, mm-hmm. uh, which both were were amazing. I think both were amazing. Then there's this phase after that, where she's like, ah, yes, I seduced him for that is what I do. And he is a man. And, and, and it just seemed like, yeah, no, we all got that. Like you, you don't need to keep explaining. Yeah. But also, you know what I mean, it, this, it, she could have been seducing a woman. In yeah, this oh, oh Yeah. Could have been a woman as well. Wait, I thought it said something about a man in there. Or did I make that up? Uh, you might have made that up. We could listen to it again and see. But I think uh, I think it's symbolic, right? I think you could look at it on the surface and go, this is about not falling into the, the trap of, of lust, and, and which can lead you down a path of doing stupid and irresponsible things, being blinded by it. But it can also be uh, all about regardless of you know your your sex or gender just keeping your head about you right being being right. wary of the people around you and uh not being taken down a path of quick gratification and and you know just staying on your game i think there's a little bit of that too i think there is i think either way we didn't need the extra explanation probably i was also listening to that end. synth line that almost sounds like um like a boat horn or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, that was uh, something. The one tone is so it's, it's multi-tonal and the one is slightly disharmonious, which I can't tell if it's on purpose or not, but I think so. I would assume it is because yeah, it's, it's a little too glaring of a thing to have missed. Yeah. Uh, um, interesting intro. I feel like we don't normally start a Joker's card maybe ever with the voice of, the character themselves that's true that's true we don't get that often but yeah ever. If ever you're right no ever i don't think you yeah it's, somebody correct us if we're wrong 
Yeah. But I genuinely think that might be the first time. It's a day of firsts. It's a day of firsts. All right. Well, shall we jump into the next track called let's, Here Comes uh, let's the hop, Carnival? Let's hop on in uh, track number two. Yeah. Uh, this one's going to have to pick up the pace, right? This is going to have you'd to be think. like. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you'd think. So here we go. Let's see if this plays for both of us. This is Here Comes the Carnival. It's playing for me. Yep, this sounds like a first song on a Joker's Here we card. Go. Yep. Hey, those are all albums and songs by them. <laughs> True. Well. Okay. What are your thoughts on that? I think that chorus was very catchy. Yeah, pretty good. Um, I think that I actually like loved the track, like the the song, like the music of it was like really fucking well produced. I mean, it was very happy. Yeah, it was. I mean, you want to know what it kind of felt like? It kind of felt like like a, a song that you'd hear in like a kid's show. A little bit. I mean, it, the music wise, you know, and it, then and then you actually listen to what's what's going on. And it says, uh, let's all scream in agony. Let's all become maggot feed. Yeah. And you're like, oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because the tone of the song feels hopeful and positive. But when you listen to it, there's a lot of dark language. Although, you know, the whole concept of the carnival and, you know, crossing over to the other side for them is not necessarily a negative thing unless you've lived a horrible life and you're a bad person then you know it's it's good for you if you're a good person it's bad for you if you're a bad person and i think that that sort of duality works there you know i i also thought the production was really good i'm not a fan of that guitar tone but it also doesn't destroy the song for me but overall yeah, it's not like yeah it's not that present yeah. To where it may, it's, you know, it kind of like it's there. I'm not a huge fan of it either. I think uh, you might have been even less of a fan of it than myself, but yeah, it was, it's there. But yeah. It's not overly there. Jay sounds kind of rough on this track, straining his voice and not even doing a lot too crazy. But he mentions the demon drop. You can ride the demon drop, which I thought was neat because outside of mentioning a bunch of their. Uh, songs and albums and references to attractions that they've talked about before. The Demon Drop is a ride at Cedar Point that when I was a kid was a big deal. The Demon Drop was uh, kind of like if you go to Six Flags and they have like one of the Superman rides that it's a tower drop ride. But the oh, Demon right, Drop right, right, yeah. was the first one I ever knew of. And of course, Cedar Point is like between where I grew up in Detroit. So both of, you know, both cities equally would be at at Cedar Point in Ohio all the time. So I thought that was neat. Man, when Shaggy came in, I was like, his voice sounds wonderful. Like, he sounds great on this track. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, Shaggy sounded top form. Yeah. Really good. Uh, You're right. Jay, he wasn't really doing a lot of crazy stuff, but you heard the voice strain. It was a little, you're right, a little rough, but um, not so terrible that it ruined the song for me, right? Yeah. And maybe that's just because I've come to expect like that is the tone of what I'll hear. Yeah. 
yeah, maybe. this kind of stuff. This is like, just what Jay sounds like now, but I liked the woman singing in the song. I feel like we've heard her on more recent albums, um, and, and on some of those, I feel like we were like, er, not a big fan of this, but on this song sounded good. And she was even doing some like, um, like gospel runs at over the end of the song. And I was like, this shouldn't work, but it kind of does. It was pretty cool. Oh yeah. No, it, uh, it, it really was. It re- it really was. No, I overall I'm having a positive experience with that song. Yeah. Same. It It's crazy because it's a good first song, but it almost feels like it could have been the final track on an album. It kind of did. Yeah. Uh, especially with the way that that chorus read. Yeah. Yeah. It you know? really, it really feels like uh, a last track. It, it felt, yeah, it felt like a, uh, a closing track. Yeah. Although maybe, I mean, maybe themes will come back. Maybe it's weird we coming know. out of that. As intro of right now, this. we don't know. Yeah. We don't know anything. True. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, out of the intro, it felt a little strange going directly into that song because you go from, I would have expected that first song to be, dark and thematically tied to that intro but it wasn't either way let's get into wretched uh we've listened to wretched let's before yeah we're gonna listen to it again this will be probably six seventh eighth time for both of us i think so yeah yeah right let's bop that. it Before we get into it, I I, I do want to say Genius has these lyrics, obviously, because it has been out for a little while now. Mm -hmm. Um, And I want to say Mustard, as well as uh, Speed Pants, uh, had some contributions to the lyrics that I think we uh, should discuss. We should. We should. Do you want to talk lyrics or music first? First off, listening again just now, how'd you feel about it? Oh yeah. So overall, just real fast listening now. Um, I still have overall positive thoughts about this song. Yeah. Say I, I, I was bopping my head the whole time. Like, Oh yeah, no, I was, I was moving my head. I was just kind of letting it happen. Yeah. Kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, and it was great. Um, and I was reading along the lyrics as well, because I, I like to do that. I hadn't done that yet for the song. Right. Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah, let's let's um real quickly talk music. Let's talk about the the beat and the music and then we'll jump into lyrics here. Her. It's it's funny. The first time I listened to this, it really bothered me that the entire song all the way through had that left right pan of that flanged pick slide. And I'm pretty sure it is a pick slide because at one point early on there's a break and you hear the pick slide not flanged. And I think that's what we're hearing. And it's it bothered me at first. However, it's grown on me. And listening that time, I thought it was really cool, especially with that sort of weird, uh, like janky piano riff that's in there. The The whole thing sounds good to me. And then I think, well, the hook is something that really stands out and we'll talk about in a minute. But let's talk through some of the lyric stuff that you wanted to point out. Yeah. Okay. So um, first and foremost, in the first uh towards the end of the first verse we have a line and snatch you out your magic mist 
mm-hmm. Magic Mist, and this is con- uh, this is uh, annotated by uh, Mustard. Mustard, shout out! Thank you so much. Magic Mist was previously mentioned in two Insane Clouds of Posse songs: Jokemon from 1993 and House of Mirrors from 1994. I can breathe the Magic Mist and exhale your every wish. Yep. Uh, and then first I grab, then I stab, cut you up into a slab, grind and twist, flick my wrist, toss you in the Magic Mist. Yeah, um, I remember specifically the one from Beverly Kills uh, because that's uh, number one i love joke your mind i think it's a great song right but right. also that's a very prominent part of the hook i can breathe the magic mist and exhale your every wish so yeah i, I noticed uh, that too. i was listening i was listening to that album two days ago while i was driving around so i i and i saw once i saw uh once i read magic mist and i saw that it was great i was like oh Yes, that is a recurring theme. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize that it's been, uh, well, I guess, so I should also say he has down here, it was also mentioned in the CD booklet of Insane Clown Posse's 2002 album, The Race Shangri-La. Oh, they mentioned um, the magic mist in that? They mentioned the magic mist, diamond twist into magic mist. Oh, okay. Uh, in the booklet, in the booklet. But uh, it's weird because that's like 1993, then 1994, and then 2002, and, and now then 2021. now 2021. Yeah. <laughs> long gaps there. Very long gaps. I don't know if maybe they had something big planned for the magic magic, uh, the magic mist in like 1995, but clearly they didn't pan out uh, and it was pocketed. <laughs> it's interesting to hear references like that pop back up though. It is. Yeah. I, I do enjoy, I do enjoy that. And I can't wait to go through and read the spoiler channel to i'm sure when mustard was discussing putting these annotations in yeah the the thing that stands out vocally most to me i don't think jay has a crazy flow on this one or anything but i don't think it's supposed to it's supposed to be this sort of droning sort of low thing but then it's uh offset by the hook which is that say a prayer for me and jay's voice is strained and almost sounds panicked there and it really works but that hook is almost the same as the hook in and i don't know if you remember this band but there was a band called sponge they had two relatively big albums in the 90s and one song the, the song that i know best is 16 candles down the drain but uh-huh. Their one of their other big songs was called Plowed, and there's a whole say a prayer for me part that's almost just like this. And it's funny. Because that band is from Detroit, and the vocalist from that band is featured on a song later on this album. Oh wow! Oh, that's fun. Yeah, um, yeah. I saw the uh, Sponge Plowed. Um, also, that is what uh, Mushy Mustard and Speed Can- uh, Speed Pants collabed on. Oh, okay. Uh, was they they did that annotation as well? Uh, but I did not catch that because I don't think I'm very familiar with the. Uh, but I'm going to listen to Plowed later. Yeah, listen to that song and listen to... Oh, what's the song called? 
I don't remember what the fuck the song's called. I think it's called 16 Candles. It was a big, it was a really big song in the mid nineties. And I could be wrong on the title there. It might, uh, I'm looking at their songs. It might be Molly. Molly might be there. might be the song that, that I'm thinking of. Yeah, it's called Molly. So listen to the song Molly. It's not about the drug. It's about a person named Molly. And then listen to Plowed and you'll go, okay, I understand what Sponge is now. It's like a, a grunt post grunge kind of band. They look very just from the uh, yeah, uh, yeah, just from the their name, the name of the song, and the YouTube thumbnail of the video I'm looking at. I I 100% think this is going to be post grunge, and I'm probably going to dig it uh, a lot. Two very good songs. I think you're going to like it uh, quite a bit. Cool. Yeah. No, I'll take a listen. Um, and then I'll do a live listen along exclusive that nobody's <laughs> going to hear except for me <laughs> of both sponge albums. Perfect. Of both sponge albums. And nobody's going to hear those exclusives except for me. And that's what makes it exclusive. Um, sponge actually has nine albums. One of which just released this year. You're just thinking of the first two albums, rotting pinata and wax ecstatic, which were their biggest commercial successes. But yeah. Okay. So I got to admit first, First listen to this song after watching the video, um, I, I was like, oof, this chorus is rough. They could have some, done something better than this. But then, you know, the more I listen, I was like, yeah, actually, you know what? This works because you're right. It brings a sort of panic. Uh, the strained voice kind of brings a, an air of panic about it. Yeah, it's uh, just like, like what you were saying. Talking about um, being wretched and terrible, and in the video they're showing all of these uh, historically sinister figures, uh, and it's like almost like accepting and delighting in how bad you are, but then this panic of, say a prayer for me, like either help me or stop me, or you're faced with atoning or or facing you know whatever is coming because of of your actions and now you're panicking and saying say say a prayer for me it all just subtly works in that way for me i think it's cool absolutely i've already had an opinion on this song and my opinion on this song is it's a pretty fucking cool song i think so too the next song is called clown dripping and do you think that this is a song about a melting clown or do you think it's about the the clothing that a clown might wear. I'm thinking it's going to be like a, a clown in a FUBU tracksuit. Oh, hell yeah. Let's listen to it and find yeah. out. Shaggy the oh, we got a producer tag at the top there. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, badass. Yo, this is fucking sick. Yeah, no. I was hoping for a bigger beat drop there, maybe. I'll, I'll pass on this hook though. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. First, first and foremost. Okay. You can't go from dripping, dripping, and then <laughs> splashing. <laughs> that's. I think that's where the chorus loses. Because like I, I that was a catchy chorus, right? 
Uh, I think they could have tweaked it and modified it to where that, like, I don't know, that just seemed like a dripping, dripping, splashing. <laughs> I feel like I don't know, like that. Keep the that could have been a catchy hook in a different song. It got to the hook every time, and I'm like, this does not go with this song. Yeah, no, I mean, it didn't. It didn't. And and man, I I'm so mad that there are not lyrics for this right now because. There was so many good lines that they just, but they just kept passing me and I couldn't like, ah, uh, I need to go back and look at them. <laughs> the, the the verses were sick. I think they yeah. figured it out. We've complained in the past, like, hey, you can't do these slow beats and then put slow flows over them. If you're going to do a slow beat, you need to do something that's going to be interesting and add in a vocal sense. And this does oh, yeah. their, their vocal patterns very, were very interesting. Well. Uh, I think all the verses were cool. I think Shaggy's parts were better than Jay's parts through the whole song, especially that last verse where it was almost like call and it wasn't a call and repeat. It was like, he would say a line and then there was like gang vocal answers. It was kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, that was really sick. I, I loved the dead body man reference. I thought that was cool. It just would get to the hook every time. And I was like, Ugh, no. Yeah. The, the hook was not great, but this song was fucking cool. It was. And let me tell you, I know you called it out. God, I hope I hear more producer call outs in this album. You like, you like hearing producer I am tags. A, I am a, I am a fan. I'm a big fan of hearing producer tags. Uh, always have been always will baby. Uh, Give I've me been, that tag. I've been listening to a lot of um, Ouija and it feels like every time and almost, I think Devereaux produces most of his tracks, but you know, you get that Devereaux Devereaux at at the beginning of so many tracks. And I'm always like, I don't know if I like that or hate that, but this one was, I didn't think that was a great beat. It was an okay beat. It it's this album again. I'm going to say for the same reasons that I felt this way about the uh, missing link lost, this brings their sound again into a modern era and still sounds like them. And it's a good thing. They need to do that in a way that oh, I, 100%. I it, it does it is so far. I mean, four songs in, in a way that didn't happen that much on fearless Fred fury, a few tracks felt that way, but this one feels a little more uh, like they've got their finger on the pulse of, of modern music. And they've always kind of done their own thing, but I think this is good. It's working. I think, yeah, I think it is working very well. I like it. Yeah. Eric, I might, you might hate me for this. Okay. But um, I just got, a, this is, this is what happens for a, a live listen along. Okay. 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 I just got a, uh, I have notifications turned on for Fago Lovers Twitter account. Yes. Shout out Fago Lovers. Big Fago Lovers fans. Yes. Here. They uh, just released um, a short advertisement about or a short article about liners that were in the album uh-huh. with photos of upcoming uh, album releases. Oh, OK. What do you got? OK, I'm going to send you this link. OK, so we we talked about this at the top, that the original plan was to have three additional EPs that were going to be the seeds of Yum Yum. Well, we're being now introduced to the seeds of Yum Yum. We're seeing Wicked Vic the Weed, which is going to drop on Juggalo Weekend, February 17th. Then Correct. we're going to get at the 22nd Annual Gathering of the Juggalos, Pug Ugly the Stink Bud. That's, that's, that's a pretty bad name. And then uh, the final one is going to be on Halloween night 2022. So a year from now, we'll complete this it will be whoa 
The Weepin' Weirdo. W-O-H. Correct. We'll see if they stick on this schedule. I I don't... I'm not going to be a naysayer and say that they're not. I feel like they will. There's already been enough... I don't know. I feel like all the things are kind of like the, the chaoticism of this is kind of coming to a close and they're kind of getting yeah. their footing again. Right. Yeah. Uh, for um, all we know, this could be, you know, already done. These albums could be complete. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they, they really could be, and they're just going to be releasing them during significant times of the year. So yeah, perfect. Okay. Sorry for taking us to a grinding halt with that. We did. That's um, cool though. All right, well, let's move on to the next song. This one's called Gangsta Code. And if I remember correctly, this is one of the songs that was announced during one of their uh, initial live streams where they were talking about Yum Yum Bedlam. And then it didn't show up on Yum Yum's Lure. So I think people were anticipating this one. I know that it was something that was supposed to have been released before. So let's get down on Gangsta Code right now. Hey, nothing says gangsta like a country slide guitar. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? That shit was fun, but close. Almost buttered my toast. I took a slug. I'm too big to duck behind a light post. We don't fight soft. No. I wipe my knife off. No. Wouldn't look my soul just dead. A slight loss. I'm glad y'all brought his body back the street under the sheet. What the Can't fuck is happening? <laughs> My brain is tearing in half. (laughs) This can't be the whole 441, can it? I hope not. Okay. What the fuck is that? Hey, 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 ICP, you tried it. Please don't try it again. <laughs> I am absolutely convinced that Violent J wants to be a country singer because this stuff keeps oh, popping yeah. up. Uh, this is not the first instance. You're right. This is yeah. not the first instance. Uh, yeah, I, I will say this. I did not like the music to this. It was very much a sappy country song music about being a gangster. Stay true to the G code. I didn't understand the reveal at the end because I guess I wasn't following thematically the song through the whole thing. But apparently he's they're they're mourning a fallen homie. And then he finds out at the end that it's him that that's dead. And I will say this, even though I didn't like it, I did kind of like the hook. I thought the hook sounded pretty good. Stay true to the G code. But um, you could play this. You could practically play this on a country channel. Yeah. This didn't work for me. It definitely did not work for me. Uh, the reveal at the end was 100% lost on me as well. Um, and I thought, oh, shit, I must have missed something that Eric is going to point out. Uh, and then you didn't point it out because you also didn't get it either. So I feel a lot better. But, yeah, no, this was a big swing and a miss for me. I, the yeah. music was too weird. It didn't really. Eh. Yeah, it didn't quite fit with the theme to me. Uh, I don't understand no. why they chose to do that. I, you know, so we've now listened to an intro plus four songs, and I'm not, I'm not finding an overall theme in this album so far. Uh, I know that they had said at some point loyalty was going to be a big part of it. Uh, I guess staying true to the G code and being loyal, and this is kind of like saying, here's what loyalty gets you. 
but I, I would have thought the message was the other way, like stay loyal. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the message is there. We, uh, uh, as much as I dislike it, I need to spend some more time with it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe that's all we need. I mean, listen, we had to spend some time with Wretched. We did. Yeah, we did. Now, so, I, my fir- although my first opinion of Wretched wasn't nearly as distasteful as my first opinion of Gangsta Code. Uh, so. Yeah, no. My first thought on Wretched was not... Oh my God! What is this? It was. This is fine. It doesn't really stand out to me. Uh, exactly. This yeah. stands out, but not the right way. I do not like that. No. <laughs> the next song is called Queens. It could be about a bunch of things. It could be about the the borough of New York City. It could be about um, literal queens playing cards or uh, royalty, or they might be about to reveal that. In their free time, they perform at drag shows. My hope is that this is the song um, about all of the queens that uh, Kevin James was king of. <laughs> I think that's the borough. I think. Well, look at that. Yeah. Or I hope they talk about Carrie Heffernan my, and Arthur Spooner <laughs> and Deacon. My real hope is that this is the song where they make good for all their past homophobia and they are shouting out uh, all of the LGBTQIA plus juggalos out there would be great. Which one do you think will be least likely (sighs) a song about the show King of Queens? I think none of these are going to be likely, but I think the most likely, the most likely answer here is that, this is Violent J shouting out the women in his life, saying that they, you know, you, you need to hold them up on a pedestal like a queen, like thanking his mom and stuff like that. Yeah. That's oh, my yeah. guess. Yeah. So let's get uh, into that, it. I think that's probably most likely. Yeah, let's do it. Queens. There we oh, go. There you go. There's that Devro tag. Oh my god. What is this voice? It's like a cartoon. Dude, I feel like I'm on drugs or something right now. Oh, trust me, Eric. Drugs are way better than this. (laughs) I mean, it feels like when you go to the, like, have an operation and they put you on nitrous oxide or something. Oh, yeah. Oh. No. No, 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 no. Oh my god. I feel like this is making me sick. Like, physically sick to my stomach. I feel disoriented. I know, I had to look at a still spot on my ceiling. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Oh god, I thought that was the end of the song. I did too. Fuck. 
I'm like holding on to my desk so I don't fall. <laughs> well, not into your life. <laughs> Okay. I, I need to take some Dramamine or something. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, d- uh, let me ask, and I... Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. If you wouldn't look at that, it looks like Fago Lovers came out with a new advertisement or a new article uh, about another thing that came with the CD in the liner notes. Uh-oh. It's... It's a barf bag for when you listen to this song. <laughs> that that uh, so okay. Uh, I was close on my last guess. I think this song is about um, not necessarily appreciating like the women in your life, like your mom. I think it's about appreciating the woman in your life, like your girlfriend or your wife or whatever. And it's about yeah. not appreciating her. And when she goes away, all the flowers are replaced with weeds and everything is fucked up. But see, that that song, the production on it, it feels like a cartoon on acid. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, because it, it, there was a lot going on. And I was definitely having like sensory overload for yes. the past uh, three minutes and 53 seconds. Um, but... Uh, were there like cut-ins? I think it's it was post-chorus of them like yelling and like abusing women. I I like, kind of th- think so. There was at one point what I caught was like a you should appreciate her, but you never do. And I'm okay, but I think there were like there was like almost like a little bridge, and even at the beginning of like sort of a domestic abuse argument type yeah, thing you going hear on like uh bitch like but, but like i don't i don't know what it was i feel like this song could have been an anthem for all of their female and female identifying fans but the song is a nightmare it feels like a melting record uh, that you're listening to while you are inhaling nitrous oxide. Oh yeah. 100%. I don't even know what else to say about this. I don't think there's much else. I I, I couldn't believe we said that much about it. <laughs> uh, yikes. That was a big yikes. Okay. So two duds in a row, or, I mean, there are going to be people that love both of those songs because they stand True. out, right? Both gangsta code and Queens are very, noticeable songs you don't hear that and go mm, you hear it and you go what the fuck and somebody's gonna That's go not one of those yeah it's yeah it's not one of those ones where you hear it and like you can just listen to it without paying attention to it right while cleaning your kitchen uh, they they demand your attention oh yeah the next song i'm a little worried about because it's track seven and the length of the song is seven minutes and seven <laughs> seconds Yes, it's called uh, Panic I hope Attack. I hope we don't have three duds in a row because if this is going to be a long dud, yeah, if we do, it might be multiple songs. Who knows? There might be a big skit at the end or something. True, true. Okay, fuck it. Let's get into Panic Attack, track seven. Let's do it. Oh, that gave me a panic attack. Say you're walking down the train tracks. You turn around and oh. there's a train barreling at you, only feet from you. Your brain would then flush a chemical throughout your body of fear and panic. What's happening to you with your panic attacks is at completely random times, your brain is releasing that chemical throughout your body. 
you're suddenly in a complete state of panic for no apparent reason. Glad I won't be home too late to chill, unwind and marinate. Fix myself a fucking steak, but half asleep, I drop that plate. I'd rather I make that mistake at home than on the interstate. I'm lucky my fate's been great. I like my job, I'm doing well as cool as far as I can tell. Peeper Becca thick as hell, we kicked it and she wasn't stale. Depression meet my healing light, even demons streaming fright. Think I can reach new heights. Is this a Zug Island song? Yeah, for real. I was really interested up until this part. Yeah, no, it was... Please don't let this be seven minutes long. Oh my god. No, 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 no. That's the worst way I've ever heard somebody describe having sex. Right. I can't believe she let me shove it in. <laughs> I can't believe you'd say that. Is this a song from Greece? What's happening? <laughs> uh, well, probably because that shove it in line seemed very Greece. <laughs> okay. Is this a skit or part of the song? Or a new song entirely, please. I bet you the hook's gonna come back in after this. Fuck you. Probably. Fuck me. Fuck <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck Tom. Fuck Mary. And the Richard Cheese. Eat shit and die. Or fuck off at least. Or fuck off at least. Fuck preschoolers. They really gonna do this? If I only could, I'd set the world on fire. Is this Richard Cheese? <laughs> that is if a good I question. Could, I'd set the world on fire. Fuck. Um, okay. Well, we got two songs there. Or a song in a song Bit and a, a half, song. I would say. Yeah, I would say a, a, an incredibly long song, and a and a half of one song. Uh, let's start with with, with panic attack. Uh, I think I spoke too soon when I was saying, "Please don't be a dud." Because uh, it's long. Yeah. That, okay, so you know we we got through clown dripping, and I was like, okay, this sounds like they're they're. They've got their finger on the pulse of of modern hip hop and music. These last four songs from Gangsta Code through here, I I changed my mind. I don't know what this is. Their finger is on the pulse of what? I don't know. That song sounded I was interested, and I know that Violent J in real life suffers from panic attacks and has struggled with it. And I was right. interested in that aspect of the song. And I 
you know, listening to the lyrics, it all felt genuine in that regard. And it's him talking about it. But um, musically, I, I hated that. <laughs> I don't I don't like that. What about you? Yeah, I uh, was not a fan at all. Musically, 100 percent. No. That being said, I can't lie to you and say that everything was hot garbage because there were parts uh, lyrically that that brought me in. Right. Yeah. Same. Um, everything except for the hook, <laughs> which was most of the song, uh, which was unfortunately most of the song. But um, no, I enjoyed a lot of the verses, uh, a lot of stuff in the verses, great lyrical content. But that is the only thing that does anything for me in this song. Yeah, yeah. And then at the end, we get, I kept saying as we were listening to it, is this Richard Cheese? Like I was, I don't know if you ever heard Lounge Against the Machine, but he did all of these covers of like 90s aggressive, you know, new metal songs and stuff. And it was a, I'm just going to call it Richard Cheese version of uh, Fuck the World from the Amazing Jekyll Brothers. Yes, it actually is Richard Cheese. This song excerpt is taken from the 2020 album Numbers of the Beast. And it was, I couldn't figure out what was going on at first. I'm like, are they actually doing this? And then they actually did that. And they do like a a verse and a chorus. And then the song ends. They hashtag did that. Confusing. I think it was fun to hear. I think it was fun to hear. And I think it kind of leads into the next song. The name of which is Fuck Regret. Yeah, we've heard Violent J talk about this a good bit lately. Uh, I remember watching one of the Zen of Love episodes uh, of their streams last year, or maybe it was from the beginning of this year, I think uh, around Valentine's Day. But a a guy had called in and he was beating himself up over uh, infidelity and making a mistake in his past. And Violent J was very passionate about like, hey, don't continue to punish yourself for things. You you got to let go of, of your regrets and stuff. And uh, I assume this song is, is partially, um, I don't know if it was inspired by that or if his head was just already there because they're already working on the song. But I guess that's going to be the theme here. That's my guess. I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. I um, wish they would have spelled it with an A. So it said, fuck Rugrat. Ooh, fuck or uh, fuck Rugrats. <laughs> I don't know. That's the show. Yeah. Okay. The show. Yeah. Fuck the show. Not the individual yeah. characters. No, 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 no. Just like, yo, fuck Rugrats. Fuck the Tommy Pickles. Show. They have no problem with the individual characters. Just when they're together, they hate them. Yeah. The show sucks, but the characters are great. Yeah. All right. Exactly. Let's, let's listen to fuck regret. Uh, yeah, baby. On the beat. That's right. Yeah. 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 Yo, ninja, Ooh. give them wicked clowns some eardrops. I'm butthole puckered a little bit. And if you dig it, say fuck this shit. I lied to you. I was like, what? Fuck all that could have, would have, Ooh. I like this beat. That was, yeah. Worse than a black person. No regrets. I'm spitting out of my face. Unless you want them, my foot in your ass collision. I'm sorry, some of the words I took in life. My foot in your ass collision. Somehow, kid, that wasn't my intention. I like that. 
If you was, you'd be dead. Worms living in your bitch ass pussy. So if you want to trip on that shit, I kick your ass to this beat. I don't dwell if anything go wrong. Fuck regret. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I feel my like first we're, thought, we're back on track here, right? I'm back in. I'm back in. Yeah, Absolutely. Same. My first thought is I'm back in seeing is five, six and seven track five, six and seven uh, are going to probably be certified skips for me. The same. Uh, but yeah, after, after, you know, if we could just take those three out and go clown dripping into fuck regret, I'm in. I'm yeah. In. Yeah. Same. I like that. That was uh, I like that beat. I like the flows. They didn't get too deep on anything. It wasn't a super personal song. It was more a high level, like, you know, anybody can listen to it and apply it to their life. You know, oh yeah, fuck regret. You know, some are, some of the things, the choices we made are are mistakes. Some we celebrate, but we don't have to look back. Like, you know, it's a good message. It's a bad message. You know, you always want to be able to look back and, and learn from your mistakes and stuff. But I think what they're saying is don't dwell on it. Yeah, I, that's a good song. I like that. Oh, yeah. No, I like that. That was a good song. Uh, I'm back on track. Musically, it was great. I even uh, was a huge fan uh, of the uh, the flows. Even the chorus was good. Yeah. I, I like the chorus. Yeah the, I, yeah, the chorus gave me a little bit of uh, issue, but overall, I liked it. I like what they did. It could have sounded a little better, but I liked what they did. So, yeah, yeah. cool. Boom. Shaggy had some funny lines in there. Yeah, the my foot in your ass collision, and there's something about worms in your butt cheeks. That's yeah, disgusting. And then, and then the and then the fart. <laughs> that might have been the, that might have been the strongest verse on this album so far. Could have been because that those lines came pretty much one after the other. Yeah, yeah, they did. Well, okay, let's move on to insomnia. Let's do it. Ooh. Oh, there we go. Thank you. This is what I need. This sounds a lot like Stardew Valley. Ooh. What is this voice? It's almost yeah, he's like a gangster from the 30s. This is the next TikTok craze right here, this hook. You think? Think about it. Did they pitch his voice up slightly, or is he just doing a weird thing? I think he's just doing a weird thing. Tell me also, I think it works. I like it. I don't. Th- I don't think I'm gonna like it for six minutes and eighteen seconds, but yeah, I don't know. What's up with all the Flintstones references? <laughs> it's a little on the nose. 
Right. <laughs> I'm having trouble with sleeping. I just need some sleep. I'm behind on sleep. Oh, is this the song change? Shaggy oh, there we go, the baby. There's another Shaggy the Airhead tag, yeah. You mind? Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, again, there's we get there's a lot to unpack on that. <laughs> yeah, one. yeah. There's a lot. Is that two uh, songs or is it two halves of one song? I can't tell. We got two producer tags: one at the beginning, one in the middle. I thought it was two separate songs. It was like first half is insomnia, the second half is sleeping and dreaming. I don't know. Yeah, and joking your mind, and joking your mind. Um, yeah, it's um. I guess let's start with the insomnia. Yeah, right. Yeah, you pointed out in the chorus a, a bit on the nose. <laughs> the 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 hook is very on the nose. It's like, look, I'm behind on sleep. I just need to doze off. Why can't I sleep? I'm like, okay, I'm having trouble with sleep. And the I'm funny having thing trouble is, with sleep. You pointed out I'm having trouble with sleep. And then, like, I kind of zoned out for the next 30 seconds after that because I kept thinking about, like, I, I'm having trouble with sleep in the equivalence of uh, I have a drinking problem in the movie Airplane. And that, as much as anything else, led to my drinking problem. Uh, <laughs> right, where he just, it's not that he, like, that's not in the sense of he has a problem drinking alcohol in a sense of he keeps missing his mouth with cups of water. (laughs) I'm having trouble with sleep. Like he tries to lay in bed and he falls out, misses the bed. Exactly. Exactly. Forget. He forgets how to lay down. So he ends up just standing on the bed, like in the bed. Yeah. (laughs) I'm having trouble with sleep. That's, that's what I was picturing what that meant. And it just tickled me so, so well, but I, I like this beat. I like the beat a lot. Uh, you know what? Shaggy the Airhead, you did a great job. Yeah. And I know that I can thank you because I know you are the one that made it. Yeah, he's Jay's doing a weird voice on this, though. It's almost like it's he like is. he's talking a little high like this. I, I, know, I couldn't tell whether they pitched his voice or what the heck was going on. It's a little I weird. I think it sounded like he was doing a voice. I don't think they pitched. I think it sounded like he was doing I a voice. So. and. I think I, so. I actually did not mind it. I think it went on a little long. Yeah. I think insomnia, the perfect insomnia would be a two minute and 45 second track and not have sleeping and dreaming at the end. Yeah. A song called insomnia shouldn't put you to sleep. Although maybe it's supposed to. Uh, I didn't have a big problem with the length, but it does feel extra long because the sleeping and dreaming part is is the second half of the song so it feels correct very long and if it is one song then yes it's very long Uh, yeah you know hearing songs like panic attack and fuck regret and insomnia you're starting to get a a real sense of jay's mental state throughout this album (laughs) he seems like a tortured individual here he definitely does he definitely does 
But that's why I'm saying I like that voice because I feel like it added that tone. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. And I do like the dynamic of you, you go from insomnia to the relief of sleep. And and that's a almost indescribable feeling of, you know, if you do truly have insomnia and you've been struggling to sleep for days or weeks on end and you finally get restful sleep. Uh, I think that's kind of an interesting dynamic. I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it either. Yeah, no, I mean, I didn't I didn't hate it. I think I kind of liked it. Yeah. Uh is where I would be. And and I think that like I would enjoy this is one of those songs where I'll enjoy it and like for the first minute and a half every time I listen further I'll enjoy it for the next minute and a half and then I'll kind of doze back into whatever I was doing around the house yeah. while it continues out kind of thing, you know? This is a song that you could tune out. You could you could kind of yeah tune yeah this yeah one hundred percent especially once it gets to sleeping and dreaming you can you can tune the shit out of that yeah out. all right yeah and the next song this one's called Heart and Soul and this is the one featuring Vinny Dombrowski from the band Sponge so oh perfect perfect yes yeah let's see what we're getting into here I don't know what to expect I'm expecting a ballad based on the name so here we go let's see. Hey, it's not a ballad. Um, I know this music. I was about to say, this sounds incredibly familiar. I don't know. I can't put my finger on it, though. This is an 80s song. What is this? Heart and Soul. This is a cover. This is a Vinnie Dabrowski song featuring ICP. But also it's a cover. But yeah, a cover. This is almost like when they covered Let's Go All The Way. Oh, yeah. Song was out around the same time. I like Vinnie. Yeah. I feel like uh, unless you're old, a lot of people are not going to catch that this is a cover. I mean, I did not catch it. I'm glad you did. As soon as this song's over, I'm gonna I'm gonna bop the original song for you. Okay, huh. so uh, I wasn't prepared for that to be a cover. No, um, neither was I. And as I started listening to it, I'm like, this is familiar. This is familiar. And then even before we got to the hook, I'm like, oh, this is a cover of the song Heart and Soul. Uh, and for you right now, I'm going to play that song because you are not familiar with it. Uh, right. But I remember it because I'm old being on the radio quite a bit. Uh, the artist is Tapau, And here we go. Oh, this is a cover of that ICP song. It is. This is a cover of the ICP <laughs> song, Heart and Perfect. Soul. Uh, let me get to the hook here. This is a pretty good song, though. I wasn't expecting this to sound like this, but this is pretty good. Yeah. The, the, The hook is what really pulls you in on this song. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here it is. Oh, look at that. And there you go. There's the song that this is a cover of. Uh, Okay, so what were your thoughts on Heart and Soul? Okay, my thoughts on the... uh, First of all, I think my thoughts, after listening to a little bit of the original song and the ICP version, the ICP version fucking rocks. Not saying it's better, but they they definitely put some rock and roll to it. First of all, Jay, pick a genre. (laughs) <laughs> this album we is had all so over so many different genres yeah this is all over the place which can be good and bad they, i heard that itunes is going to release a new genre category uh that just says yes and put <laughs> uh albums like this in it because it's just everything and uh, it's just going to be uh that that whole category is just owner of a lonely heart every cover of it in the world <laughs> yeah no this song is so okay Vinny, his part was amazing. Yeah, he sounded good. He sounded great. I think with this being a cover, they did a pretty good job with the cover. They made it their own. They changed it in a way, uh, but they also left. They they stayed true to it at the same time, right? In the half of the song that I've listened to of the original. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, yes, they did that, which they always do, right? That's that's yes, ICP's Queen. They did that. Yeah, that's their means of covering a song. As they go, let me rewrite the lyrics and make this what we want it to mean. But let's keep most of the hook and let's keep some of the music. This was one hundred percent in the vein of "Let's Go All the Way." Similar type original song, similar treatment in the cover. I think it makes sense. I agree. I agree. Yeah, no, I think it makes sense. I think they did a good job of it. I, I definitely had to, once you'd said it was a cover, I had to switch lenses on how to look at this song, yeah. right? And yeah, I think you're right. I think uh, you mentioned while we were listening, there might not a lot be a lot of people that are going to recognize right off the bat that this is a cover. Yeah, probably not right away. I mean, maybe not. I mean, if you are in your 30s or 40s, there's a good chance you heard this song a lot on the radio during the 80s. Hell yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I don't love it, but I I certainly don't hate it. It's a, you know, it feels very them. It feels very like an ICP thing to do. Uh, We haven't heard them do something like this in a minute. So for for fans of that bizarre era, they're going to go, oh, fuck. Yeah, this is cool. If they recognize what it is, Uh, would listen to it again. It's not a standout, but I would definitely listen to it again. Yeah, I'll listen to it again. Uh, track 11 is the next one. This one's called The Drunk in the Addict. Uh, I'm hoping that this is a cover as well of uh, Senses Fails, The Priest, and The Matador. Would be great. That would be pretty good. Uh, great song. I hope it's talking about uh, uh, the drunk being uh, Doug Heffernan, who gets drunk all the time watching his sports games in the garage with his buddies after work, and the addict being uh, Carrie Heffernan being uh that she uh used to smoke cigarettes for a while i thought it was that she was addicted to scientology 
Oh, yeah, that could be it too. That could be it too. Um, yeah, no, I'm hoping this is a song about the King of Queens. Okay. Uh, let's figure it out. Let's get into The Drunk and the Addict. Uh, probably going to be a heavy track. There we go. Wait, what? There we go. Devereaux the Airhead? Did they team up on this? Conceal, don't feel. Wow. Okay. I liked that. Yeah, yeah, man. There was to me so far. That's the best track on the album. That's that's the standout song to me so far. I would say so. Yes, I would say so. Yeah. Um. And it's so obvious from the title and from all we've learned about uh, Jay and Shaggy that the title is them. We know Shaggy has struggled with alcoholism. We've talked about it before. Uh, We obviously now know that Jay has struggled with addiction more than once. Um, Right. This song is about them. Uh, To me, great music, great flows best hook on the album so far that hook is fucking great oh yeah that that hook is is incredible no 100 percent. yeah wow insane no i that song left me kind of speechless a lot and and i'm actually really uh looking forward to seeing the lyrics pop up as soon as possible because there was a lot of really good lines in there some funny lines in there but that didn't detract there was also uh that skit in the middle where uh he calls asking about balloons and then asks if they had any heroin as well. Yeah. Um, that I thought was pretty funny that we hadn't mentioned yet, but uh, yeah, no, that's, that is definitely standout. Yeah. Yeah. That, I'm happy that it is. Yeah. Great, great track. Very sad track. Heavy, heavy song. Um, I, 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 I'll be curious to really spend some time with that and get the lyrics figured yeah. out because Same. I think there's a balance there between them speaking their personal truths and talking in more general terms about alcoholism and addiction. So it, it'll be interesting to really read through it and, and, and get a feel for it. So that that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, hey, the next uh, good news, mm. the next song actually does have lyrics on Genius. Oh, Don't Touch That Flower? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I'm I'm opening mine up. Here it goes. Don't touch that flower. Back to the lazy flows, I guess. Yeah. 
Okay, well, huh. that that was Don't Touch That Flower, which to me really sounded like it was supposed to come after the intro because it, it explains the Joker's card. Yeah, no, it, it really does. And, and it, yeah, it does feel like it should have just came after the intro. But we have it now. It, it doesn't feel like a standalone song. It almost has a interlude feel to it. You, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this definitely is not a song. I don't, I don't think that you can just pick out and listen to it alone. Yeah, you're not going you know to I mean? pick just this one and go, you know what song I feel like listening today? Don't touch that flower. Because it's not, I mean, in the traditional sense, I suppose it's it's a verse, chorus, verse, chorus type song, but the, the pace and the structure of it feels more like an intro or an interlude. Yeah, this is one of those things that you would you would listen to when you're really in the mood to listen to the Joker's card, Yum Yum Bedlam. Yeah, my suspicion is they put it here instead of at the beginning because... There is no obvious theme tying things together. There's no skits. There's no elements of songs that feel like they're connecting them in in any way. There's no uh, sort of sound effect or something that, you know, we listened to uh, Black Rain and they would have storms and rain coming from track to track that felt organic. There's nothing like that. I think they put it late in the album sort of just past the midpoint as a, hey, don't forget, we're listening to Yum Yum Bedlam. The theme of the song overall, to me, is more about, uh, you know, sort of facing your personal demons and the things that you're dealing with. There's so much of that on this album and very little that's, you know, overtly about loyalty or resisting. I suppose some of it's about resisting temptation, a song like The Drunk and the the Addict, but they don't really go into that in the song too much it's uh so i think they put it here just to go hey we need something themed to to remind you that you're listening to this album oh yeah 100 percent. and i think that it did that job well yeah. it was fine just fine yeah it was yeah. fine uh I, I wouldn't need to skip it i'd let it play but it wouldn't be one i'd go straight to uh let's go to track 13 this one's called slipknot Slip nut, slap nut, slap nut. Yeah, it's it's slap nut. Yeah, slap nut. Yeah, okay, fuck it. Here we go. Let's listen to slap nut. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Uh oh. Jay loves this cadence, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, that is sour. Yeah. There's uh, the unveiling reference there, though. Oh, true, true. Oh, my God. This is fucking hard to listen to. So we're not sorry if we tricked you. Every all all the magic we sold you all is fake. Right. Are they dialing are are they are they going back on what they said in the unveiling now? Uh Uh-oh. You can fuck? 
fuck off. Nope, just fuck. You can fuck. No, you can fuck. <laughs> hey, thanks, guys. Oh, you can't fuck with the juggler. That's what it said. There we go. Yeah. Okay, I hear it now. Bro, huh. what the fuck was that about? Oh, my God. Okay, so oh, I don't no, understand no. what slap nut is, because aside from a voice going slap nut every once in a while in the song... I'm not, I, I might need to listen to it again to understand, but the hook is, it's a callback to the song, The Unveiling, where they say, truth is, we follow God, we've always been behind him, the carnival is God, and may all juggalos find him. And they say, we're not sorry if we tricked you, over and over. This song is saying, we're not sorry that we tricked you, and they're, they they then go on to say, don't let our, our the magic that we sold you fool you, it was all lies. I don't know if this is them going, no, 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 none of that's true. Or if this is a character called Slap Nut, or if they are saying they slapped you in the nuts. I don't know what's happening here. Uh, the Slap Nuts is very confusing. 100%. I need lyrics. I might need to listen to it again. I, I'm confused. I definitely need lyrics to this one. 100%. Um, and I'm thinking that we will get them. Not today, though. Soon. Uh, uh, soon, but not today. Uh, yeah. That was... It was confusing. I don't know if I liked it or not. I, I might be the most baffled from that song than any other song yet. Yeah, musically, it felt almost like a track that would have been on Hell's Pit. Um, it, it had that sort of sinister guitar sound going on and like the tone right. of the music. Uh, they do this this cadence throughout the song that Jay is doing more and more and more. It's kind of this da 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 and I, yeah, I, I would love, yeah, I'd love to see them change that up. But this song is the most confusing one to me. And again, this was one listen. Um, but I'm curious to know what the story is with that. I'm very interested to see what my thoughts are going to be after three listens. Yeah. Four listens. Get some lyrics in there kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on to track 14. I assume there's a comma missing and it's supposed to be bitch. I'm fine. Or it's bitch. I'm fine. I don't know. And either they're saying like, Hey bitch, look at me. I'm fine as fuck. Or they're like, she's like, Oh my God, did you get hurt? And he's like, bitch, I'm fine. Um, I don't know. Or it's about the King of Queens. Yeah. Here we go. Bitch, I'm fine. <laughs> Ooh. 
Plus I got molded teeth, knees bowed, can't hold the load of me. Plus I'm told my heart is swollen. Oh, I like that. They can fix my pill addictions with some quick refill prescriptions. Condition and my nuts must rust because they just bust dust. Dickhead, spontaneously combusted and left concussed. This is not the first song Jay has talked about his dick not working right. Good catch. Yeah, uh, I gotta be honest. That might be my second fave. I love the beat, and actually, I really love the way the hook sound, too. The hook, I think, is what made it for me. Like, 100% made it for me. Yeah. It's interesting, because when the song started, Jay is talking very personal stuff. Uh, He's talking about real afflictions that he is dealing with. Um, and you know, he's, he then starts talking about his dick and balls not working properly, which this is not the first time he's talked about that, which makes me wonder maybe if that's something he's really dealing with. Uh, but then it sort of evolves into talking about things that we know he isn't dealing with and then things that are made up that nobody's dealing with because they don't exist. But the whole verses are, here's everything uh, wrong with me. And then the hook is, fuck all that. I've, I've got all that, but I'm fine. You know, peep me while I'm like, you know, dancing and getting down. Fuck it. I'm good. Uh, and it's kind of like that. And I was like, yeah, that was a cool track. That was a cool track. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I think that uh, this one I might, I might break apart easily once I listen to with lyrics or I might love it even more yeah i i think up in the air you know yeah same after one listen i feel like i would have liked them it was it's kind of that one-liner type song except just listing everything you can make up in a row i would have liked it to stay a little more personal um and that might have been too personal for them to do a song like this right but i think in that way, if it had been more personal and they were really talking about stuff that they're dealing with, would have made the song land even more, would have made it all the more meaningful, and also would have given the listener sort of this feeling of, yeah, look at this. They're dealing with all this stuff, but like, they're fine. And maybe all the stuff that's bringing me down, maybe I don't need to let that bring me down and I'm fine too. I don't know. You know, I think it still might do that a little bit. But I would have liked to see the song grounded a bit more. It kind of gets off the rails a bit. Yeah, that makes sense. So shall we listen to song number 15 called Carnival of Lights? God, we're getting close to the end here. Let's we do are. it. This better be a Christmas song. All right, here we I mean, go. And you know what? I'm looking at this and I'm looking at that last track having a normal time. Yeah, I'm confused by that. And I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little worried. It's not a long song. Yeah, no, There's no uh, hidden stuff. I agree with you, though, Eric. I do hope that Carnival of Lights is a uh, King of Queens song. Okay, here we go. Slice your wrist off, but that shit's off. Still a shit's hard. I 
It's another Jekyll Brothers reference. It's probably because that was also the fifth Joker's card. Oh, I guess that's true, yeah. yeah. Okay, I don't know what that stuff was at the end. I guess leading into the next song, but we'll see in a moment. Huh. Uh, My thoughts on that were that the song reminds me very much of the song Juggalo Paradise. The whole thing is like, hey, no matter what you got going on in life or who you are, or what you look like, you belong here, right? We we want you here. You belong. Uh, And the song even musically has some similarities at times. It was fine. It's a song that, um, to me, indicates that we are in the last three tracks on an ICP album. Yes. No, that's what I was going to say. It's very much so felt uh, like we're we're nearing towards the end of uh, an ICP album. Yeah. Um, It had that vibe to it. Uh, The chorus, I think, was super, super catchy. I, I really enjoyed the chorus. Yeah, no, I think that this was a fun song that felt like it was put at the right spot of the album. Like that's what that this song was written to be track 15 of a Joker's card. Yeah. I, this is a song that I could easily pass on, but I wouldn't feel the need to skip. Maybe I would. I don't right. know. Uh, it's fine. All right. The next song, uh, ain't no time featuring roadside ghost. And now I looked this up roadside ghost is like a folksy acoustic kind of rock band from California. And currently uh, on Spotify, they have five monthly listeners. Although I have a feeling after today that might jump up a bit. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Let's see. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I'm really based on um, listening to their cover of uh, Country Roads live on their Facebook page. I'm super worried about what this song is going to sound like. Yeah, I this. Oof. Okay. Let's, let's try it. <laughs> let's go. Oh, good. A producer tag for this one. Important. <laughs> Ain't no time. Huh? Don't know. Ooh. Oh, God. Oh, no. So the I guess the theory is if Jay's voice is sounding rough, just run it through a bunch of filters. Oh, clearly, and they pulled out every stop. Yeah, and they've done it on many songs. But. Oh yeah. By the way, I'm looking at uh, Roadside Ghosts. Yeah, and uh, they have so little listeners that you can click on it, and it'll just tell you which city each listener is from. <laughs> One's from Arlington. (laughs) 
They had 28 followers, no bio written about them, two songs put out, both of which from last year. Is this an Allison Chains song? <laughs> Who's Allison Chains? She's a porn star. We talked about this before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oof. <laughs> My God. I don't think I'm ever going to listen to this. Well, I will if we do one more album review. The only time I will listen to this again is for our next review. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the yep, same. Oh my god. Oh, oh my god. Oh, thanks, Devereaux, for reminding us once more. <laughs> He's really proud. See, and then this has happened on almost every song. Like this, a drastic change. A at thing the at the end. I think a lot of it's leading into the next songs, but not really. I guess not really. They don't really, though. Yeah, I've been like trying to look for that. and They don't. Weird. There's no way this leads into the next one. Maybe. Stop. I, uh... <laughs> okay. Uh, tell me your thoughts on that. I think I never want to listen to that again. Oh, I know I never want to listen to that again. Yeah, no, I, I think that I'm I'm decidedly not going to listen to that again, I've decided. Yeah. Uh, uh, because no thanks. If if we listen to this for a, a proper review, uh, okay, I'll listen to it then. Uh, but right. I, I will definitely not go back to recreationally listen to that. That's a big no for me. Um, I, I, I guess that's the vocalist from Roadside Ghost on the hook, but at times it sounds okay, and at other times it sounds kind of cringy to listen to i clearly violent j is sounding rough on this album because on so many tracks they're just layering on vocal processing uh to i i guess cover it but it doesn't sound good especially on this song this song they go way overboard with it yeah fuck that song yeah big time fuck that song uh i don't think that we need to spend any more time on it no let's get to it let's listen to a normal length song that's the last track this one's called something to see here we go Uh uh-oh yeah what the fuck is happening? 
another cover wait you're kidding no it is it's a cover is this a a jackson's a jackson 5 cover i kind of dig the chorus though (laughs) it sounds like an album ender It, it does that i am convinced that's a cover and my brain is telling me it's the jacksons can you feel it but i need to listen to it to see i think i might i don't know if that's right i'm trying to figure it out no no that's not it that's not it that's not it what the fuck is that? That is a cover. Or at least it might not be a full-on cover, but they have stolen the An hook. Interpolation of- yes. Yeah. Maybe okay. it is. Maybe it is. <laughs> oh no, I think we broke Eric, guys. I think, I think we broke it is. Eric. I think here I think it I think it I fucking think it is. Wait, 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 wait. Listen wait, to wait. it. Figure wait. it out. Yeah. yeah. Here, wait. Let me find it. Okay, I'm going to find it. We're going to listen to it together. I could be wrong here again, but I think... Okay, uh, can you feel it? Here we go. Okay, now let me go back to that other song and try to get to the hook. Let me get to the to the something to say. I think they are interpolating Can You Feel It by the Jacksons here. Listen to this. Okay. Let's see. Let me get to the hook. Right. I think musically they are interpolating Can You Feel It by the Jacksons here. But I think they are kind of putting their own uh, spin on the hook. But yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I I mean, we just heard the two of them next to each other, so. Yeah, no, I think... I'm going to trust you on this one, Eric. I'm putting my trust in you. I put my trust in you. I I don't know. I might be going crazy here. Uh, Listeners, if you've got, if you know, I I don't know. We've got no notes. We've got no liner notes. We've got nothing to look to for guidance in, uh, in genius nothing so anything you're hearing here is straight off the top straight off the dome yeah for the record they are not covering can you feel it by the jacksons however dustin did figure out what song they are covering slash copying we'll talk about it in a few minutes 
All right. Well, I, I it felt like the end of an album. It was a fine song. I'm way caught up with trying to figure out why it seems so familiar to me. What are your thoughts? Right. It was fine. Uh, I think that the chorus was cool. Um, I'm also curious to see any proof of of that being correct for me. If you know what what your hypothesis is correct or not, it felt and sounded very much like an album album ender. Uh, is it stand out in any way? No. No, this this album kind of went out on a on a kind of like a teetered hmm, out like honestly. a shrug note. Like those last three tracks were kind of like, hmm. like uh, eh. you know. I, I slap, mean, slap nut and bitch, I'm fine. We're we're great. Yeah, I slap nut still confuses me. I, okay, so uh, we've listened to the whole album. What are your overall thoughts? God, overall thoughts is. And maybe I'm wrong, but just feeling how I feel afterwards, a little lackluster. There is some great stuff in here. Same. It is not by any means a garbage or a bad album, but I had expectations. It's in some ways they were met in other ways. They, they weren't. Yeah. I feel the same. I think, um, about, half or two thirds of the songs are interesting to me. And although it's nice to have things that break up uh, the the tone and give you different sounds, this album feels very all over the place and it feels a little um, rudderless. Now, normally I wouldn't even bring something like that up, but considering this is a Joker's card, usually there's a theme to the album. There wasn't an overarching joker's card theme here that i could discern from a first listen i do think there are common thematic elements musically and lyrically but right there's i mean once you get past the intro and uh with the exception of don't touch that flower there's not a lot that that makes me say oh i know exactly what this album is about or i understand the message of this joker's card Uh, yeah i mean it's a little disappointing for an album, but it it's not a bad album. And maybe if I listen more, there's some things that are going like, to really come out and, and, and appeal to me. Uh, but I there's, think that this know, has potential. Yes. I think potential. this has potential to, after spending some time with it, reading the lyrics, uh, understanding it more, I think this has the potential to be uh, great. To, not Well, I guess not great. Okay. I, I at this point, I can confidently say it's not going to be a top three or even maybe top five Joker's card for me. No, I don't think so either. And I don't think but it that has, it, it can me, be in the middle. Yeah. For me, there's no potential for this to come around and be like, man, this is one of my favorite albums. I like it better than Fearless Red Fury by a good bit. I think it's there's enough interesting stuff. There's some right. stuff here that I absolutely just dislike. There's some sloppy stuff here production wise as far as like vocal production i think they were really trying to accommodate for whatever the state of jay's voice and being was and it shows uh but the album the album is interesting it's 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 got some interesting stuff aside from the things that are decidedly not interesting (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely absolutely i i agree with you I can't wait to to listen more. There's some stuff that is going to be very distasteful for me. And honestly, uh, like I said, I'm only going to listen to 
ain't no time uh one maybe two more times ever yeah yeah i you know and i think honestly we should skip uh fago scores and personal tracks here until we do a proper listen and review i th- uh, i think that is the only correct thing to do yeah, yeah. because whatever we w- whatever we do for personal favorite tracks although i don't think i will i don't think i'm going to like anything better than the drunk in the addict I was going to say that's that's my standout know. track as well, uh, but we'll see. But uh, we'll see. We, we're going to hold those because we're just going to have to amend them in a few months when we do a, a full or whenever we do our full proper review anyways. Yeah. Well, hey, that was a lot of fun. I like doing these live listen alongs. I did, too. That was cool. That was cool. Uh, I'm going to try and get this out quickly so that people can listen to it. Perfect. Listen to the I mean, album. We're sitting with uh, us. We're sitting at a three hour recording on our end. But of course, that's going to be cut down way uh way much yeah when uh when you go through and cut out uh the actual song and stuff yeah um perfect perfect next week we are going to be reviewing super villains uh 2005 album furious um as well as a selection of some early super villains tracks i'm very excited about this yeah some super villains we were we were supposed to uh review this album uh on a previous episode and Correct. things, you know, got kind of messed up and we didn't. So I've already listened a couple of times. Uh, I'll be eager to jump back in and listen again so we can talk about it. I can't wait. It's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, until then, this review might be an, an opinionated review for you. And you might want to tell us your opinions. Eric, where can they tell us their opinions on our review? I'll tell you what. You can tell us your opinions anywhere you can find us. And I'll tell you where you can find us. You can find us on social media. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at ICPWWE. You can also email us if you'd rather email us. The email is ICPWWE at gmail.com. And the best, best, best way to communicate with us, to share your thoughts and feelings, and to talk to other people that have thoughts and feelings is join our Discord. You can find a link down there in the description. Get in there. If you ever thought, hey, these guys are great at what they do, um, <laughs> congratulations, uh, you're not my mother. Uh, <laughs> uh, congratulations, we are good at what we do, and thank you. Uh, but guys, if you ever thought that... <laughs> if you ever thought like, oh, these guys are great, let me, let me, let me, let me do something to help offset the cost of putting this, this show out. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, you can do that two ways. Uh, one, which I previously mentioned uh, briefly earlier, is the Patreon. We have three tiers on our Patreon where you can get additional stuff and additional privileges with each tier that are amazing tiers. Great stuff. Uh, you can also do a, uh, a quick little merch order on the merch store, uh, storefrontier.com slash ICPWWE, where we have great designs their clothing is very comfortable i have an icp uh with we hoodie uh with our old name on it and it's uh it's a lot of fun yeah og logo both of those are gonna be linked down in the description as well check those out if you feel so inclined you get some great stuff out of each of it right yeah Uh, you're not just giving away your money you're getting stuff listen we we need to put out an icp with we christmas catalog oh yeah so you can go through and circle the stuff you want 
Yeah, yeah. So you can go through and circle stuff you want and give it to your your parents. Yeah. Kids will be like, there's only one page on here and I hate it all. <laughs> there's only one page and it all sucks. <laughs> <laughs> what is all this? <laughs> oh, man. I actually have this the spoilers uh, channel open right now. And uh, the latest message was uh, two minutes ago from Dustin saying Aaron and Eric have been in their recording for a while now. <laughs> yes, we have. Look, somebody's uh, talking about it. I figured it out. Uh, Something to See uses part of the song Something About You by Level 42. I was trying to figure it okay. out. I'm going to listen to it right now. Perfect. Yeah, I'll click yep. in if you want to. Yep, yep, yep. That's it. So, level 42, Something yet. About You. Well, there you go. Okay. Okay. L- listen, listen, let me, let me jump in so you can hear it. We can, we can hear it together real quick. Oh yeah. Yeah. This is it. There this it is what is. I was looking yeah, for. That's it. There, but there, there is yeah. a similar chord progression in that Jackson's song that I mentioned, but this is the song again, another eighties cover. Interesting choice for a uh, an album, a Joker's card album ender, but hey, uh, yeah. it worked. Like I said, we'll uh, we'll talk more in depth once we spend more time with it. Yes, I can't but, wait. But also, uh, big shout out to Dustin for figuring that out. I don't know if other people did. It's been driving me crazy, uh, as you could tell by listening to the episode. Now we've got the answer. Perfect. Now yep. we have the answer. Uh, shout out to Dustin in the Discord for sure. Hell yeah, guys. This is a fun. I, I can't wait to do another listen along. It's going to be great. Word. These are fun. Uh, but until next time, obviously, we're going to be back to our uh, original programming next week with the Supervillains 2005 album Furious. Yeah. Um, and then we'll continue doing super groups and continue on our schedule until something fun pops up like uh, this or something else that uh, we want to do a, a change in formatting. Eric, I had a great time with you today. I had a great time with you today. I'm I missed having this time. Well, we've got it back, and today we did a super long episode. Yeah, to make up for lost time. Indeed. This file on my computer is gonna be very large. Yes. Until next time, for Eric, I'm Aaron. Big ol' whoop whoop out there. And I will see you next week. Whoop whoop! It just naturally uh diluted into uh the post credits. Yeah, you know. Perfect.